0: alright, Zach. We know you're going to Heaven. the land of...
1: <laughs> so you won't even need to know. That would be the land of the Shire. The Shire. For those who don't know. New Zealand. <laughs> because Zach's
2: short and has large feet. <laughs> oh, got him. And he's friends with old people. Like Gandalf. That <laughs> are wizards. Or they think they're wizards but really they just have dementia.
1: <laughs>
2: like Dory. Dementia.
0: That's true. Hey, I'm Dory,
2: or the chick from the Notebook, which is super sad, but also a
1: horrible movie. But the Notebook's a great movie. I don't know what you're talking. Horrible about. Horrible movie. You're a horrible movie. It's Entertaining, movie. but it's bad. I love that movie because it and promotes, promotes no one cheating. Can change my mind. It promotes cheating. Is that okay? No, but if I really like it. infidelity. Well, yeah. so does the world, but we just live in it, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but we can be set apart from the world. Is yeah. that, ch- that is fact.
0: And we're back (laughs) with another episode of the podcast. The party. Uh, Sorry we missed last week. We kind of got... Michael got lost in some leaves at our Halloween little party, so we had to go find him. I did? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Michael
1: goes, look at that pile of leaves. Look at all those fishes. And then turns out it was not a pile of leaves. It was a lake. Well, anyways... To My name is Tal Rogers.
0: I'm joined by Michael Belnier. Hey guys, and Zachary Johnson. Was
1: up with it. Yeah. You're supposed to say was popping. Oh yeah, was popping. we just hopped in. Oh yeah, because I got
0: Jack options. Harlow. I'm gonna pass that like stocked it. Mm. I just saw this video on Instagram today. Or no, Oh, I just deleted Instagram today. Where did I see it? I saw this video somewhere. I don't know where, but it was this. It was, it was the Jack Harlow effect, and he like said hi to this like oh yeah and she's girl, like and she's like oh. And she literally started crying. So that's what Jack you can do. Jack Harlow,
1: is that popping?
2: Yeah.
0: He's just so funny.
1: For all y'all that don't know. I can't you be like that, Zach. I w- Dude, I was like that for a whole night on Halloween. For all of y'all that don't know, I dressed up as Jack Harlow on we Halloween. literally said
0: this in the intro, didn't we? We're
1: probably going to cut it. Uh, really
2: what
0: happened to no cuts? Well, the intro doesn't yeah, count. Yeah, what happened to no cuts? You cut Michael. <laughs> when did I cut Michael? you didn't cut Michael.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Anyways, we're not cutting it, but.
1: Oh, well, yeah. I uh, had earrings on and a black turtleneck, black suit. Bruh. <laughs> Michael thought I was Jack Carlo. Zach Carlo,
0: yeah. Anyways, uh many people are looking at the world through a broken lens. Our goal is to look at it through a Jesus lens, which is the perfect lens. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do what? <laughs>
2: okay, okay. Riddle me this, Batman. How? If I were to ask you what, how would you describe yourself? How would you answer?
1: I would say, "Is Tal or Batman?" Batman. <laughs> oh
0: well. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Tal. <sighs> I'm Batman. Uh, I would say, "What's up?" I'm 22 years old. <laughs> I'm half Asian, half white. Asian. <laughs> oh, it's Asian. Oh, Bobby. Yeah, and. I don't know. How else would I? I don't know.
2: Like, how would you describe yourself? Like, be be honest. I would say. It, it can include, like, what's your identity?
0: Oh, is that what we're talking about today? That's what we're talking about today. Is our identity and me being like a man and stuff?
1: Yeah, but like. You like, were there is like a man. Hal isn't <laughs> a man yet. But he's Wait, why not? <laughs> he ain't I can't yet. tell you yet. He ain't married yet. My dad said I'm a man. Yeah, he's a man. He's what does Tide know? He is
0: twenty. He literally just moved a whole shed by himself in the ba- no, with a couple of friends. He moved it sixteen feet.
1: Yeah, Tid's yeah. man.
0: Yeah, he's a freaking man's it man. Doesn't
1: bro. mean that you're a man, Tid. That is very true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my dad's a beast of a man. Yeah, he's so. Funny. He's a. When I think of a man, I think of my dad. When I think of a man, I like think that. of Hercules. <laughs> Why? I
2: don't know. Just do. All
0: right. Well, Meg. Hercules is a man. Okay, what why, what what's the importance of like understanding identity in like society today in in where we've gone in society today and the identities that people take on um yeah, I don't know. What is the importance of that now where we're in at in life?
1: I think it's important because our identity is the core of who we are and everything else kind of stems from our identity as in who our friends are, how we dress, how we compose ourselves, how we act around others, how we feel about ourselves—I mean, the list goes on and on. And in today's world, there's a huge identity crisis with so many people. And the world essentially says, "You can be whatever identity you want to be as long as it makes you happy." Mm-hmm. And Jesus is like, "No, you're my son. That's who you are." But unless we know or daughter. Yeah, you're my kid, right? And but unless we know that identity, then the world's identities are just gonna lead us astray. Mm-hmm. And I think there's so many people out there that are putting all their identity in what the world says about them, yeah. or what they themselves yeah. think about themselves, or create there's something worldly. Exactly, yeah. and it's super sad because it's just in a spring that's never gonna, f- never gonna fill you yeah.
2: up. It's gonna run dry eventually.
1: As in real quick for a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's just sad how... It's just like pop culture now to... It's normalized now. Like, even, what, two, three years ago? That was just not even a thought in people's mind. Like, maybe in a very, very small minority. But now it's just all over. And it still might be a minority, I would say. But now it's just put on blast by social media, by all these things. And I think the really important part of what we want to get at today, too, is that we, are, we don't want to say, like, we... Despise or we hate these kinds of people, like that, are have a misconstrued conception and view perception, I guess, um, of their identity and what they are, um, and what the world says they are, and what they can be. Because everyone has their own truth now, you know. But there is subject, there is objective truth, and that is in the Lord too. So we just want to um, come and just say, like, we love those people, like wherever you are, we love you, but. We also want to be in accordance and in, in line with what the Word says and what the Bible says and what God says mm-hmm. about identity and our identity in Him first.
1: I think the biggest thing is too is all, like so often these people with these identity identity issues are just increasingly unsatisfied and when you find your identity in the Lord, that is the only thing that does satisfy. And so... Not only are we coming, A, not to condemn, but, like, Jesus is the way. He's the only way that yeah. we find who we truly are meant to be. And yeah. so, like, we're all lost in one form or another at a certain point. And so none of us are any better than anyone else yeah. in that same sense. Like, I used yeah. to put my identity in all the wrong things. Mm. But when I'm able to find my identity in the Lord, then it, life is so much easier. And you just find who you truly are.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I mean, too, with that and identities, people, I think the first step of it was males becoming, acting more like females, or females acting more masculine, too, and, I mean, Genesis 127 says, so God created mankind in his own image, in the image of God who created them male and female, he created them, and um, if you know the story, in Adam, like, Eve was created from Adam's rib, and... He created them in His image, and He created man, and He created woman, and um, yeah, and and God also created man and women differently as well. Um, he created man to serve and provide. He created them to um, to work. He created Adam to work the fields. He created man to 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 do the to, to providing, while the woman is a helper. Um, in Genesis 2 it says Lord God said it's not good for man to be alone I'll make a helper suitable for him so just man and women have different qualities and, and as we've seen in just patterns of the past of history is history and societies begin to crumble when people start to mix these things up and when they have a misconstrued idea of what identity is, then a society begins to fall. And I think we can even start even to see that in America too. It's like, there's a reason why it seems like we're living in such a dark place. It's just, we have a twisted view of who we are (laughs) in just general, you know?
1: Yeah, I think, like you said, there's a reason why suicide rates are at an all-time high and depression is at an all-time high and divorce and all these things are at all-time highs because they're stemming from misplaced identity. And really, when we put our identity in anything less than the Lord, we fall short. And these things, like you said, just just don't fulfill. And I, I think it's interesting. I think it was Drew that said this. I can't remember. But he was like, it's not that woman can't do anything a man can do. Or that a man... other than, Okay, well, I won't say make man. I do think, we cannot have babies. <laughs> but he was specifically talking about that. Because I think there is, like, this big push of, like... Oh, well, a woman can run a company. A woman can do this and that. And I think specifically, Drew was talking about, like, a fam Or, a, like, a job. And it's absolutely not that women can't. But, like, there's women that their husbands have died. And they step into those roles... And it's absolutely amazing to see that. Mm. But I think the what Drew said really well is that, is it what they should be doing yeah. in terms of like a family dynamic and what the Lord has called us to? I think the answer to that a lot of the times is probably no.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think something I like to think about, especially when I'm talking to girls. Um, like, okay, not like that, bro. Like, submission to authority is not supposed to detract from your purpose or the power that you already have or the, um, yeah, like your, I guess your role, which I already said, your purpose. Like, Mm -hmm. like I think about Michael the Archangel, super powerful angel, but he's still like under God's authority and he's, he's captain of God's army, but he's still, does like his his will is not his will like he only does God's will because he's in a place of submission to God. But God knows like He created Michael the archangel for a specific reason, and He's given him power and authority for like His glory. If that makes sense, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's good. And I think I think too. A lot of people, a lot of times, will just say we'll bring up of like you don't. Like, this is my life, so what? why can't you agree with what I want to do or what I want to believe in? Or you don't know me, yeah. you know? Like, we don't know people, but you know who does know you? God knows you. He knows your innermost being. He knows, yeah, literally Psalm 139, 13 um, through 14 says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, and I know that full well. And though you may think that others may know you, and you may not even know yourself. I think that's the biggest issue is you don't know yourself. But God, who created you and knew you before you were born, before time was created, he created you with a purpose. And that purpose was to hopefully to follow him and become uh, ambassador for the kingdom and to know who you are in Christ and not who you are because what society tells you or what you want to be kind of thing.
1: That's good. I think through that is where our confidence stems from and I earlier this summer I was at a park with a friend and there was these cheerleaders and I don't know how it was brought up but my friend was like oh I, I really like talking about some of the guys who were a lot more feminine and she was just like I really like how much confidence or like how much courage it takes to do that and and later I was thinking about it and I was like I think it's sad because they're putting their identity in the wrong thing. And like absolutely, it does take courage, but it's misplaced courage because they're trying to build their own identity and they're trying to stand up for what they believe they are when God has called us to something so much higher. Yeah. And when I see something like that, it actually just makes me sad because I'm like, man, you've you've missed the mark. You think that you're doing this to make yourself feel better about you or fill a hole in your life because so many of these people have horrible stories, which is so sad. But the only way to fill those holes is with the Lord. And when we fill them with misplaced identity or whatever the new trend is or any of these things, then it's just going to be, it doesn't fill that gap. And the only thing that can fill that gap is the Lord. Feel you.
2: I had so back to what I was saying earlier. I found the quote. It means it's submission to authority is not meant to remove one's strength, purpose, or value. It's meant to like I like to think of it as we're all cogs in a machine, and God operates the machine. Tag. He built the machine, and we all have different parts, <laughs> yeah. but we're all designed to work in harmony and unison. If that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, kind of like back to what you were saying. I think <laughs> I I think the saddest thing is people are putting their identity in something temporary and something that won't last and something that won't satisfy them, but they think it it will. And so when they find out that it doesn't, it's crushing. Yeah. Mm. And that can go for literally anything. Like it could be whether you identify as gay, lesbian, transgender, LGBTQ plus IA, whatever it is. Or, like, it could just be, like, what you do. Like, oh, I'm a software engineer. Oh, I'm a dancer. I'm an athlete. I'm an athlete. Was, exactly. Yeah. Like, I know so many athletes who got injured <laughs> and were just crushed and, like, went into, like, a really deep depression because they could never play their sport again. Mm. And that's so sad if you – if your identity isn't something that can just be taken away because of an injury or something that, like, minuscule. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, what are you – back? kind of back to that one podcast we did a while back. Like, what are you living for?
1: Mm. For sure. And the devil, like what a perfect scheme by him Uh to just get all of us putting our identity in anything but Jesus. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these are just getting increasingly worse and worse. Giving us
2: temporary success so he can take it all all away and crush us. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Because the world wants us to believe these false identities of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I was actually talking with my mom earlier this summer and we were having a really interesting conversation about this. And she was just like, kids from the time that they're 5 or 2 like to see be seen what's being taught in some schools even so like kids from when the time they're even 2 if they don't know what gender they are from that young how on earth are they ever going to find their identity in the Lord because mm-hmm. like that is a super important thing to have from a young age is like oh I am I got my son and then from that, it's like, okay, the next step when you become a Christian is, okay, I'm a son of, the, of God, right? Yeah. But they're There's, starting from not just ground yeah. zero. Like, they're starting from the parking lot. They have, yeah. like, it's just so sad. And, like, no wonder the world is pushing so hard to, oh, here are your pronouns. You can choose whatever you want. Oh, you want to be this? That's totally fine. Oh, your kid who's two wants to do this? It's just putting these kids in these situations, and it's a total... Scheme from the devil. Yeah, to just have these kids believing yeah. lies from a young age, and like, like you yeah. said, when your identity's messed up from that early on, mm-hmm. it's really sad. Yeah, know? and a I think the climb out of yeah, and I think kind of like what Tal said earlier, like
2: everyone has their truth. That is a huge lie. <laughs> yeah. Like truth in and of itself is objective. <laughs> yeah, literally. like you can't have relative truth. Like one thing can't be true, and then another thing that contradicts it can't also be true. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. That makes no sense, and it is so, like, people are trying to have an open mind, but it is actually so destructive to be like, yeah, like, just believe whatever you want, like, whatever you feel is true. Like, that, I'm just going to say, that's a dumb world. That's <laughs> if I drop this pen,
0: it is going, going to hit to the go ground. Down.
1: Yeah. No, it's going to go up. Shut the heck up. <laughs> I'm fed up. <laughs> but there's, yeah, there's, like, I think worldly objective truth. And then there's also biblical, biblical objective, objective truth. truth. Yeah. Exactly. And the Lord says I'm the way, the truth and the life. Mm-hmm. And so people are now missing both of those marks. Yep. And it was semi-okay yeah. for a long time if you got the objective worldly truth yep. right, right? But now it's you got now both wrong. Getting, yep. And it's causing all sorts of Why do you think it's Why do you
0: think say. it's come up and been such a prevalent issue in the past like 2 or 3 years more so? Like That's Why true. do you think it's
1: happened so quickly? I I know for sure the answer to that. Okay, it's here. Bones, really? A hundred percent. When you got, but I actually re- when started, Steve Carell invented the iPhone. <laughs> Just kidding, Steve, Steve Carell. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually looked into this for something in some point of life. But when Snapchat came out, they've done all these studies now looking at it, and the amount of body dysmorphia that's come from Snapchat, especially mm-hmm. in like young girls, mm-hmm. is ridiculous. And even plastic surgeons are seeing a huge increase in demand for surgeries that they've never seen before from young people like yeah. hey I, wanna, I want my nose fixed hey I don't like my eye or like just things like that and they're like yeah. what do you mean and it's from looking at their phone and, the, and then social media mm-hmm. and all of a sudden our entire identity is put on this like 2 by 4 electronic device that's in our hand <laughs> all the time yeah, cool. and you're on it 8 hours a day mm-hmm. and so all of a sudden it's okay well this is my identity and then through that, the evil is just like seeped in, yeah. and now you have all of these people that are just being yeah. pulled into these I think it, dark places. And their I think it started. I don't. I just like where did where does it start on social
0: media? Though? Does it start with like the most popular people up, or does like it just trend and people are hashtag or I mean sorry quote unquote woke and stuff, and so then those things get blasted. Or I don't. I just. I just I'm trying to wrap my head around where it originated from and what started mm-hmm. it the start of the snowball to roll so
2: fast.
1: Yeah.
2: Well. I think it's a lot of different things compounding on top of each other like the invention of the iPhone and then Facebook and all these different social yeah. media outlets and then it just that already like magnified problems that were already there cuz people like there was plastic surgery before. Like all this came and out, suicide but yeah, and, and suicide, and depression, identity and the issues, yeah, like all these other things. But those just amplified problems that were already there, not dealt with, and yeah. now it's getting just super bad and exponentially just, yeah. getting worse.
0: I'm just wondering who, who was starting it and then how it caught on to all the big name people, all the people that own social medias, then to start pushing for it as well. And like, that's all I see. Like, literally, on my I was just watching YouTube shorts, and literally, it's nothing I had, I disliked, I think. Fifteen videos in a row because there's this trend going on. It's like the meet me and then they like name something like uh there are more than two genders and it is never the woman's fault that they get raped for what they dress for and stuff like that. And I mean it was like five <laughs> year old girls like or like ten year old girls making these videos. Yeah. And stuff, I'm like, why is this being pushed? on my... Why, like, like I don't understand...
2: I can't, like, kids why can't I, just be kids, you know what I mean? Why can't I literally
0: see shorts of spike ball because I like those kind of things and not th- that, you know, yeah. like, why does that get pushed with <laughs> algorithms and stuff? And, yeah, I just don't know how it got to that point, I guess, is what I'm just... I just think about sometimes.
1: Yeah. I think it's just a sad point that it's been reached to.
0: Yeah. And so. sometimes, at some point, it's got to end. Either it's just going to come back or something's got to end it somehow. And I don't know what's going to happen first because it's it's just, history repeats itself it's just a big old spiral oh yeah
1: i i agree if, if you look back at all, how all the great oh my gosh civilizations had their downfall Crumbled. we are walking right in line yeah. for a big collapse yeah but hopefully jesus comes back for real yeah who knows I mean, <clears throat> have... also
0: i just want to like share too what i was saying earlier about no condemnation here is like there is a seat at the table if you are in a place where you don't know where you're at, struggling with your identity and whatever it is, whether it be like your sexuality or whether it be your identity in sports or in school in or in Christ. Yeah, there is a seat at the table for you, and Jesus is welcoming you with open arms, and we want to be there for you too and to love you too. And I think there's just, as we've talked about before, Christianity is such a, people hate Christians these days because they are, they are homophobic because they are bigots. They are all these things that people perceive because they've seen things on media or read things in papers that yeah. really just been put them been burned on the glass like or been, been past, burned by the church. But that is not what God teaches. That is not what Jesus taught. Jesus, Jesus ate with, he invited himself into the house of tax collectors, into the house of sinners, and he sat with them and he loved them and he taught them who he was and why he came to die for them. So mm-hmm. there's a seat at the table and if you are wondering and just want to know about it then yeah. that's that. But that's what this is like what we're talking about is like what
1: God says about yeah. identity and who we are in him. And I think too to echo what Michael said earlier and just also what you were just saying is that Christians for sure, I think do a really bad job of saying, oh, like you're gay or something like that, you need to be saved when their own identity is in their job or their kid's sports, yeah. or, sports. or
2: how like how well they look to everyone else going totally. to church or something like that.
1: Yeah. And I mean, i for sure fall in that category, mm-hmm. but I just think like Tal said, like that, that God doesn't just say, Oh, only this group of people can have a seat at my table. It's every per- group of people yeah. because at one point or another, like we all fall short. We all f- fall short of the glory of God mm-hmm. and that, means that we've all had at one point or another identity issues in God, right? Because yeah. none of us are perfect. Yep. And whether whether that's, oh, I'm gay or I'm bi or whatever that looks like, or if it's simply just, I think I'm an athlete or my identity is in the way I look. I mean, we all fall on some sort of that like spectrum in one form or another. And not to say that they're all the same, but they like God. In, <clears throat> that invite is for all of us. And God just says like, man, when you come and find me and I, my identity is, and like I become your identity. Mm. And then it's just, that's the way he created it. And it's so much. So freeing. Like I'm
2: not, I have so much time to focus on things that actually matter because I'm not wrapped up in something that is temporary and that won't ever satisfy me. Like, oh, my identity is in Jesus. I can go, I can go to school. I can fail an exam and it's not going to affect me. I can do super well and it's not going to affect me. I could do. I could go do well in a sport or an athletic event, and like that's not what my identity is in. I could be a software engineer, and that could not be my identity. I could be yeah.
0: an actor, and that could not be my identity. Like It's super, it's so freeing. Yeah. It's also like we don't have a right to do that either. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, First Corinthians six nineteen twenty 20 says, Do not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you receive from God. You are not your own. You are bought at a price. You are bought at a price. That price was the blood of Jesus, yeah. and we're gods. <laughs> yeah. Like We don't have any right to say who we are, but it's what, who does God say we are.
1: And he says we're freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we're fearfully
2: and wonderfully
1: made. <laughs> is... You
2: knit me together in my mother's womb. Did you guys ever sing that song? No. <laughs> I praise you, I praise you. You knit me together. In my Where did you go? Know? I don't know. It was like some like kids thing that I listened to from like ages five to twelve. Nice. And my mom put it. And there's Bible verses, other types of Bible verses in there too. Nice. Like, do not be anxious about anything. But like, caused me to memorize a heck ton of scripture. It was super <laughs> catchy. That so that's lit. epic. This epic. Big ups on you, Amy.
0: Shout out, Amy Bellman. Probably just wanted a break. She's like, oh, I'm just gonna put this. Bar in.
1: <laughs> and Michael. I was Amy. I'd want to break. This you. is when, Respect, <laughs> of course.
0: This is when Michael started his singing career. Yeah. Respectfully. Respectfully. The first play
2: I ever did was when I was in the third grade, and I was this Italian pizza maker, and I had to sing a little part. In front of the whole school, and everyone's like, Oh, look at the little third grader. You He's remember what care. it was? Nope. Dang, I thought you would. No, there's pictures of it, though. <laughs> sick. Like, my been, third grade teacher had to draw a mustache on me. Anyway, that's besides the point. That's late. Yeah.
1: Back when. Yeah, back before when Michael good, sinned. A lot. <laughs> Boys, are you ready to go back out in the uh, oh oh Winter my Wonderland that we I'm have? So out pumped. Here?
0: It got dark at five o'clock and it was snowing. That so much that today, I was it's been dark for like I was a I'm not gonna lie. I was a sad boy tonight,
1: but it was all worth it when I did donuts facts, <laughs>
2: I'm gonna have so much fun on my way home. I'm but if you guys get a call saying fun. I'm in prison for donuts <laughs> at <Leif.
1: laughs> Don't, dude, how would you go to prison when you have donuts for cops? you know what I'm saying?
0: Oh, facts that'll be my that'll hey, be my way out under your authority. Mm. there's a lot given to you you must obey
1: (laughs)
2: where's that (laughs) (laughs) well just kidding
0: you
1: know where it is I know we'll catch you all next week perfect Lens out Audi.